Veteran Larry Richardson started writing poetry in high school, and as of this January, he self-published his first poetry book, Songs of Lala the Poet. Richardson shared, I love poetry and will use it to inspire people and bring them closer to God. He writes under the pen name of LaVon Robinson in honor of his mother, Mary Robinson. We're pleased to have LaVon here today. Um, this is for a Poets Connection meeting. And then we'll have a second part of an episode where I did a one-to-one interview with LaVon. So prepare yourself for some wonderful poetry. And as always, thank you for joining us at the Prolific Pulse Poetry Podcast. Um, I know you and I have had some conversations in, yes. uh, on our old Facebook Messenger and that, and so I've got to know you a little bit, so I've had that advantage. Um, I have really thoroughly enjoyed what, reading your poetry that you publish on a regular basis on your Facebook page and have given you some responses to that. Yes. I see that you have kind of a mixture of of romantic kind of love wish I call them poetries because you're you're thinking about that love that you're going to find one day, and then I see poems about social justice or injustice, how we want to look at it. So I see kind of a, a mix there. Um, can you tell me what motivates one and what motivates the other? Well, thank you for uh, having me and. And you know, um, teamed up with such esteemed other writers and poets. Um, you know where they are. I want to be eventually. But um, what motiv- What motivates me is 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 uh, current events. You know, a lot of things you got you can't you can't be not inspired by what is happening. And I I think poets and and. As the as the previous poet said before, the the young lady may I say that poetry is is a one of the artists the longest or oldest art forms, you know that that's been around and it's not and it's taken for granted because poets we we serve as a mirror for humanity, you know, uh, and, and and make humanity accountable for their actions. It's like a check and balance thing. That's what artists does. But I think poets do it, have that power to do it at a greater, uh, with greater influence. So when I, when I see the, um, on, on television, the, the social injustice, uh, things that, that normal, that average people should have by right, you know, basic by being human, and when I see that trying to be oppressed, it, it inspires me. I, I can I'm not gonna go out there and, and yell and all that and, and, and protest. No, my protest is is writing poetry. That's how I think I can you know combat certain things uh, that's going on as a as a poet and an artist. And you know, so technically, I I use poetry to raise my voice um, and 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 bring and and bring a conscious self-conscious or, 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 or awakening to the spirit because it's all about, it's all about the spiritual. And, um, you know, so that's, that's what I use as my inspiration to write and uh, write with a purpose to, you know, leave a legacy that, you know, of good work and um, conscious work. Mm-hmm. 
that will, when people read it, they can, oh, okay, make them stop and think like, oh, maybe there is a better way. Because the way we're going now is, you see how that's working. So as artists, we have an obligation to, to bring the mirror of the soul and allow humanity to see us ugly self, the good things, everything about humanity, we have an obligation to bring it out. So we're the mirror, we're the mirror of the soul. Spoken word or anything like that in your community? I've I, I, I just, I've been reading, I've been, I mean, I really didn't know how much power poetry had because, you know, you write it and I go to to poetry, but then when you, when you find your glitch and, and, and this is a part of me, you know, I, 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 you know, I read poetry anywhere. It doesn't matter to me, you know what I mean? Because that's that's just a part of me. But it would be nice to have a stage, uh, a, a stage, because if you, if you're not recognized, you could be out there in the wilderness reading poetry, and somebody think that, hey, what is he jabbering about? So, you know, poetry does have to have its own stage, even though it could it could be staged anywhere with the best of them, with the singers, dancers. It is it is a true art form, and it deserves much the same attention, if not more, than other art forms. So, yeah, any chance I get a chance to read or share, I'm down. You know, there, there's nothing. I, I'm there. You know what I mean? If you got snacks, I'm even, I'm there first. So, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> now, and, and your book, um, you have it's a part one. Do you have a part two in the works? I, I have part. This is Lisa and, and Steve Guess. I wanted to tell you that this is something that's been in the works since the 1980s, 88, 89, when, when I started to, to write poetry on a regular basis, on a daily basis where the fountain was open and I discovered the fountain of youth. Uh, you know, when you when you discover the fountain of youth, you want to keep going to it every day. You want to bathe in it. You want to do everything you can. And I was bathing in it and I was doing everything. But being young, 20-something years old, and other priorities, I really didn't focus on having a book. So it took 34 years in order for it, you know, going through life, and, and, you know, dealing with life from life terms and not dealing with life terms, you know, but I, I just, it just happened that I worked at Thalia Stevens that had a, a printing, a printing, you know, they, they teach the printing technology and they have a printing press. And so I had to do my little research and, 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 and get, gather the poetry like everything else. They format and do everything else. So it was a blessing that the same school that when I came to Lancaster, I, I graduated from, and 10 years later, I was working for them, and I, and I had access to the printing, and they do outside jobs. So, yeah, this is my uh, calling card, just to let people know that I was out there and something that I uh, promised myself that I would end up doing and getting, a, getting something out there so people could know or have an idea of, you know, that I'm here. And, and and I want to make my mark in poetry, um, you know, and, and have a have a positive say, and just just have a say on you know what's going on in the world, and um, be able to maybe you know change it in a positive way through poetry, you know. So I I, I do it. This first book is just a, a introduction, but I do have enough for five or six books and. 
you know, it's just it's just find the right publisher and you know and you know and and goes on from there. So technically, everything with me is a, a wing and a prayer. But um, you know, I do have other books that's going to come out soon. You know, and I'm looking forward to putting more books out of quality poetry. You know, uh, try to get better as a writer, as a person. So and write from the soul and heart, so people can feel it. That's that's basically, you know, I want to be known as a poet. You know, but, you know, I want to be known as a poet and a writer. That's it. You know, nothing more than oh yeah, that's Lyle Richardson. That's a poet. That that's to me. That's a great feeling. I I wouldn't trade it for nothing else in the world. You know, now that you found yourself, I wouldn't trade it for. You know, I'd rather be writing poetry and fishing than anything else. Literally, my second passion. Um, but um, but that's that's how I look at it. I, I look at it as yes, I have more books in me, but I have enough poetry right now to come out with four or five books at at uh, longer a longer book instead of 16, it'd be 50 poems each. So it'd have a more broader, more, more, not just one subject, but touching on all subjects, mm-hmm. you know, that's, and mainly, and when I write the love poetry, it's, it's, I put myself in others, you know, other, cause a lot of people is looking for love. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm not looking for love. It's going to come, but I, when I write about love, I like to, make sure that I'm touching what the average person would think or and, and can't say, but would like to say. So I try to put myself in somebody else's shoe that's out there, that's searching, that's, you know, just let it come to you and it will. But for those that's diligently searching for love, I try to write poetry to, to give them like, oh, okay, you know, okay, this is how I'm feeling. And try to connect with your writers. Your, your, I mean, your 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 readers and an average Joe, you know. Okay, well, thank you. Um, Levan is going to be reading from his book called Songs of Layla the Poet. And I will go ahead and turn that over to you to read some of your poetry. Okay, well, like I said, this is my first uh, self-published book and it's just a calling card uh, to let the world to let the world know that you know Loran Robinson, which is my pen name in honor of my uh, parents. Uh, Robinson is my mother's maiden name, so I use that. And Levan, of course, you know that's my middle name. I don't. I'm, my father is Lawrence, so it, it's it's a it's a chance to honor those those two people because without their you know their their you know night, I guess I wouldn't be here right now. So. Um, the first poem, the first poem I have is called In Search Of. In search of love, I'll go out on a limb. In search of friendship, I'll search until time ends. Where there is love, that's where I'll be. Wrapped within the mystic clouds of happiness so protectively. True love and friendship derives from deep within oneself. So once found, gladly share them with someone else. For all things come freely 
from the Heavenly Father above. Remember this as you go along the journey for whatever you are in search of, in search of. Now I'm just going to come. I'm just going to go down the line and read. Uh, the book is only 16 poems, but you know I'm gonna, you know, try to get as many as possible. Uh, the second one is called "Because of You." Before you came, I never knew love. It was just a word or thought that I was always thinking of, hoping one day of it, I would find someone with a love that was true and legitimate. Now you have come and suddenly brightened up my day with the things that you do and the sweet words that you say. My family and friends keep asking, Larry, why do you feel this way? I try to tell them that love has finally come and in my life it'll always stay. My family and friends don't understand or even have a clue. But the reason that I feel this way, baby, is all because of you. Nice. Because of you. Uh, I have some some deep ones, which political, and not to offend anyone, but you know, I, a lot of lot of the things that's happening in the world. You know, I try not to be offensive, but I just try to put it in a poetic form, and 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 has a has a has a written visual or you know for generations that come after us i know everybody has their history but this is poetic we poets we have a way of being able to transcribe events uh things that's not seen and things that are seen um into a poetic form so and use it as a teaching tool you know so this one is called song and dance Destruction is the side of the living, where hatred and taking is the norm instead of loving and giving. In this world, along with the devil they have created, man seems so lost, but he's willing to protect his way of life and interest by any means necessary at any cost. Beware of him that from afar you can tell because he brings with him the depths of hell. From their continents, there caused the masses that have gathered in love, peace, and unity to take notice and out of fear to suddenly scattered, seeking out the weakest soul on it, their prance, and in their triumph, they'll celebrate with song and dance. Stay tuned for more of Prolific Pulse Poetry podcast. Nothing at all. Despite in this world, all the negativity and among men, the lack of compassion and sensitivity, where basic needs aren't being met and promises fall short and aren't being kept, where chasing worldly treasures and money is the number one priority and too much pride is leading to pain and misery, all that mankind has accomplished 
his vanity because the more of the devices he relied on, forgotten his humanity. Unbeknownst to him cometh the great fall where self-survival will lead him ending up with nothing at all. Nothing at all. The next one is called the unveiling. You'll know when the beasts soon be in office, cause it'll be like putting the last nail in mankind's coffin. Like flies to him, nations will be fallen and to God or their knees, they'll be calling. Fret not, for this is the beginning where behind closed doors, the real executive of chaos or his face is constantly grinning that everything is going according to plan where the new world order will be forced upon man. Tell me, people, you didn't see or feel this coming from the from the tyranny. Uh, there'll be no hiding or even running. Tyranny, there'll be no hiding or even running. The way that it will be ushered in will, on his part, take a lot of cunning. It'll come at you both deadly and utterly stunning. Amazed, all will be at the unveiling, who's the real enemy, the unveiling. <laughs> of course, of course, I got to put some love in there. No more. I've done the mass of loneliness because love for me has been a mist. I felt my life was about to change and would never be the same. It was then when I realized that the prize I wanted and needed was right before my eyes. Your beauty and glory shall be the topic of many a love story. Many will pay the ultimate price to get a glimpse or even experience a love so true. Driven by the desire to quench the complete and bonding of the souls and take it to a level no human has ever known. As we both evolve from its basic core, loneliness will be forever no more. Forever no more. Okay, I think that might be about where we end. I do want to ask if anybody has any comments or questions. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Any comments or? Don't be afraid to ask. <laughs> Larry, do you also uh, write stories? Yes, I write short stories and I write plays. So oh. I'm I'm writing I'm writing plays, and I'm and I'm trying to write a movie script, but that's that that's that's just something on the side. But my, my main muse is poetry because that, you know, that's, that's like water turned on the faucet. Even when I don't want to write, it comes out quick. So it comes, wow. it comes out daily. And mm -hmm. that's what I want to focus on. But then as a, as a writer, you know, you have a tree and it, diff and it branches off to different things. So, yeah, mm -hmm. to, be, to be well known and to be uh, able to dipple and dabble in all writings, that's good but I want to master poetry. Well, I want to thank you for joining us for the Prolific Pulse Poetry Podcast. 
And, well, thank you. Uh, you know, I, we had you the other day on on the Poets Connection. I really appreciated that. You did some reading for us from Songs of Lala, the poet. Yes. And that was part one. Are you going to do a part two? It's going to be a revised from part one. It's going to. I have enough books, Lisa, for for at least four or five more written already. 